In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents... I really want to lose three pounds. Yeah, no, don't put me down for cardio. Diet starts tomorrow. Exercise gives you endorphins. Endorphins make you happy. I want to quit the gym. gym. Happy people just don't shoot their husbands. With hosts Aileen Cooperman... Joey doesn't share food! ...and Sammy Fishbein. Whatever, I'm getting cheese fries. Hello and welcome back to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Sammy. I'm Aileen. And we're back. We're with you. What's going on? Um, I'm okay. I'm doing all right. How are you doing? You know, yeah, I'm here. I'm <laughs> physically present. <laughs> I'm ready to get my vaccine whenever it's available. I'm Glad just going to go you. crazy <laughs> in my home. But yeah. You're pacing? Um, yeah. I bought a bunch of sweatpants yesterday. I'm very excited. Thanks to my the DST community who mostly follows me. Um, and I got great recommendations. I just kind of like was so over just wearing the same shit every day and I wanted like cuter comfy pants. (laughs) So I moved on to I'm moving from like ugly comfy pants that no one sees on Zoom to cuter comfy pants. Right. That are more acceptable out. I'm really excited for them to come. I hope they fit. Yeah. Um, but again, there's my pants. So I have yeah. more wiggle room, literally. <laughs> I mean, I, I had this realization yesterday that sweatpants are literally all that fits me right now. Like, I don't even, like, I'm, like, I'm not even saying that as an You're Regina like, on Calteen bars. <laughs> yeah. Like, but actually, like, in terms of truly the only thing, my nap dresses still fit though, because they're loose on the bottom. And that's okay. It's fine. You know, it's fine. And it's okay. It is okay. Well, fine is a is a cover up word, but it's okay. Is okay not a no. cover up word? Okay is not no. Fine is um I'm fine. Like I don't want to talk about it, and I'm covering up. I'm pushing down all my emotions. Okay is like I can I can deal with this right now. Okay, well then it's okay. <laughs> um, we had an amazing. I thought we had a great episode with Katie this Sunday. Oh, she's. She has always inspires me. Her Instagram, everything she does always inspires me. I loved her. That I mean, she's always great. This episode was like one of my favorites, though, which just felt like such a great conversation. And that's, you know, uh-huh. how you want a podcast to be. Yeah, I I agree. And I like also the the flattering thing that wasn't even in our like pre pre-planned discussion, but I remembered it. And that has stayed with me for so long. Like the idea that we don't have to dress. We don't have to dress to look thin like that. That idea, like no one talks about. <laughs> I know. No, one. I don't. And yeah, I still am not like. I don't know. I can't. I'm not like ready. Same. I'm not ready for same. it. I'm not ready for it either. <laughs> but I would like to keep it in the back of my mind. But let's do some non-scale wins because obviously we didn't have a chance to discuss. And then we're going to go into a dear DST. Sammy, do you want to read our listener non-scale win? Hi, Sammy and Aileen. First, love DST, the Facebook community, and you guys. I've been a fan of the pod for over a year now, and I always look forward to every Sunday and Thursday for new episodes. My non-scale win includes my first Super Bowl Sunday without being in diet culture. I've been practicing intuitive eating for eight months now, and what a journey it's been. 
enjoyed wings, chips, dip, good company, and conversation. It was great to give myself full permission to eat and ask myself what I truly wanted with no last supper mindset or cheat meal mindset. One year ago, I would not have allowed myself any of these foods and probably would have either brought my own food or ate before, only to lead to lots of anxiety around the food for hours to come. All of these new experiences are not 100% easy or comfortable, but I look at them as reference points and the reminder that I can do hard things. Thank you guys again. Love, food, freedom, bitch. That's great. Nothing like enjoying wings, chips, and zip without like having to inhale at all because you think you'll never have it again. This was actually going to be my non-scale win, not that I really did anything that for the Super Bowl, but um, we did make like, you know, some foods here because I was trying to simulate some excitement for the Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> so pathetic. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I did occur to me while during that time that it was my first time, like not feeling anxious during the Super Bowl over the food that was there. So that was actually my win as well. That's great. My win, all my win has something to do with this too, but not the Super Bowl, but the same day as the Super Bowl. <laughs> so if you follow me, you know, I went to get these like fancy ass donuts mm. from this place that's been around since the 50s in Greenpoint. And um, it had like old school indoors, everything. It was so cool. And like, okay, Rusty was like, let's get a dozen donuts. And I was like, there's two of us. He's like, let's just, I want to try them all. It's like not a big deal. I was like, okay, first win of this experience was that I wasn't scared to get a dozen, right? Because normally you'd be like, I'm scared. I'm going to eat them all. I have no control. Right. Okay. That's win one. Didn't even think about it. So excited to get, look at all the options and pick which ones I want. Did that, got home and I looked at them. I'm like, which one am I going to enjoy the most? Which one am I, do I want? I took little pieces of some of them. I was like, mm, don't like this. Don't like this. I chose my favorite, which is Boston cream. <laughs> And I enjoyed the whole thing. I ate it. I savored it that we sat at a table. And when I was done, I was like, that was so fucking good. I do not want another one. And it was just like, I can't, I can't have another one. Like, I don't want it. I don't, my body doesn't want it. This Boston cream was so satisfying. I don't think that I could top this feeling with another flavor. And that was it. It was like, and then I was like, oh, which ones can I save when I see my brother? And then I picked those and Rusty took some when he, when he saw a friend. And it was just like, great. I, it was like one of the most food freedom moments ever. And I did this with a food that I normally don't ever eat, which I never get donuts. So it was exciting. Yeah. It's like once you have food freedom, those things, you can get joy from food again. Like not guilt joy. You can get actual joy. Like and you can stop at like, you know how you, we used to say, how could you stop at one? Like that was the biggest, how could you, I remember Tara wrote in, she's like, in, in, term, in terms of a question for Tara, intuitive eating, she's like, I don't understand the mindset of you have all these cookies. How do you just stop at one? Like, it's really, it's not, it's not a, it's, it doesn't come from a restrictive place. It comes from like a, I don't really want it because I really like the one I ate. Right. And it's so, it's that, that feeling is so good. It really, really is good. And also that scientific principle that like your taste buds do adapt. They actually do adapt when you're not restricted. Like you, you don't want as much because each bite tastes marginally less good the way that it's like physiologically supposed to rather than be when you're restricted, each bite feels better than the last because you're like coming to the end. Absolutely. Or you're not even tasting it. You just like want to keep going because you know you can't have it again. Um, 
So great wins this week. Proud of us. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N-U-U-L-Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Okay, let's do a Dear DST. Aileen, do you want to read it? I will take this one. It's a long one, guys, so stay with (laughs) us. (laughs) All right. Dear DST, first off, I love you guys and obsessed with the podcast. I've been listening since day one and feel as though I've truly been on this journey with you. You literally say exactly what I'm thinking. And I talk about you guys and the pod as though we are besties. Hysterically laughing emoji. We are besties. We are. We are talking to you with you right now, right now. Okay, so this time last year, I started and stuck with calorie counting in an effort to lose some weight. I ended up being successful with that in a combination of working out throughout the first lockdown and lost nearly 25 pounds for my wedding. I'm proud of myself for actually sticking with something and it changed my life. I'm the fittest I've been in quite some time. Since 
my summer wedding, I've adjusted my eating habits a lot and focusing more on nutrition and protein as opposed to calories. And now I'm working out for my mental health and to just move, not necessarily to lose weight. Basically, I'm trying to shift to a more intuitive lifestyle and become very passionate about real health and wellness and acknowledging disordered eating tendencies. I'm even looking up nutrition certifications to take an on-scale win. With all that, I'm noticing more and more disordered eating and unhealthy weight loss methods that a few close friends and family members are implementing. One friend is restricting calories to 1200 calories a day and is adamant about being quote unquote skinny AF and talks nonstop about it. My brother-in-law has lost a significant amount of weight recently, but is doing super unhealthy fasting, intense calorie restricting, sweatsuits, multiple workouts a day, diarrhea tea. In there. I find that I'm seeing these really disordered ways of losing weight and it's triggering. I want to literally shake them and be like, this isn't sustainable and can lead to serious physical and mental issues. I've been there. Listen to me. I just want to know if you think when these things get brought up, for example, at a family dinner, should I try say something about it or should I keep my mouth shut and just focus on my own recovery? Side note, I'm very outspoken, so it's hard for me to stay quiet. LOL. The one time my brother-in-law mentioned how kale is fattening, question mark, question mark, and I nearly lost it. I just wish I could teach them from my own experience with all of this. It's just frustrating. Oh, I thought we were still in, an, in a parentheses, so I just I was going fast. <laughs> she Okay, oh. period. It's frustrating, period. <laughs> Should I speak up to these people? How do you deal with people around you constantly voicing their disorder thinking? Thanks for all of your help. Sincerely, a triggered bitch. That's a hard one. I feel like I feel her pain and being an outspoken person amongst people who sort of like disagree with you on something principally that you are pretty sure you know is harmful and detrimental. Part of me feels like she should not make it a thing, not because like she's wrong, but because I feel like she's just going to end up causing herself more stress, whereas it would be better to focus her energies on being like inner focused and worrying about her own recovery rather than like making it into a discussion. Like it doesn't need to be up for discussion is kind of how I feel about it. Like, so you don't think she should say anything? No, I don't. Like, I just feel like it's, it's like not her problem. Like it's annoying, but I think she's, I think ultimately she will make herself more annoyed if she brings it up. Um, I think I agree. It's like one thing, it's like one thing to want to help from a place of like compassion or like if somebody reaches out to you and says like to asks you what you think, but it's another to like, mm -hmm reach out because you think you know better they don't want to be helped these people don't want to be helped like these these two instances like the girl who's eating 1200 calories a day and is focused on being skinny af like this is not the time you're gonna get her to see the light same with your brother-in-law who thinks kale is fattening like these are these people are not in a place it's the same for her like she it's said that she was like cutting calories doing 25 pounds in an effort to lose for her wedding would you have been open to this conversation pre-wedding like if you hadn't gone to this if you hadn't you know come out of like she, no. no she wouldn't so I think that like I would just kind of right. look back and say like if I was in this place with this advice how would this advice what would be the best way for someone to tell me this and if it's like I really wouldn't listen no matter what there is right. no way then that's your answer yeah I I just think you will ultimately end up like hurting yourself and you're in a space where like you're you're doing well and it's just like you don't get any benefit 
from them hearing what you have to say at this no, point. Yeah. It's almost like it may, might be coming from a place of like, I need them to know, like, because when you have people around you who are dieting and they think that they know better than you, right? And you think that you know better than them because you're not, it's almost like you want the, the them to feel like they know the context of your actions. Do you know what I mean? Like, you, yes. like you're not yes. in their eyes letting yourself go. You know what I mean? Yes, yes, yes. I I know exactly what you mean because I've had that like thought about when I see certain people and they see me right, yeah. like how will they know why this is right the why case? am I eating like a bagel um, for breakfast you never eat a bagel for breakfast like why are you scooping it out why are you having right. ha- like why you know and you want to sort of share right. with them your new belief system but but you don't need to Right, which is ultimately it comes from. I hate to say it, a place of in a little bit of insecurity. Absolutely, that's okay. Which is fine. Which is fine. But I think that ultimately, like, you're not gonna feel better because of it. If anything, like, it's it's just not gonna help you feel better. And and ultimately, what's most important right now is that you continue your recovery. Absolutely. Not that they have their minds, or changed. that they know why. Yeah, what you're doing. Know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, and from 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 a point of perspective of like it's triggering her. That because that's a different subject. What do you think? How do you think that she should go about it? Not letting her it get to her. Uh, so this is kind of one of those things where I'm like, okay, in life there are triggers like there's triggers for our stress. There's triggers for traumatic experiences. There's, you know, if you're, if you are sober and you are trying to stay sober, you're going to have triggers that make you want to drink or relapse. And I think that triggers are just a part of life. You can't stop them. Like the world happens around you and, you know, you can't prevent people or things from being as they are. So it's, So, and, and obviously I'm not saying like, you shouldn't try to like reduce your triggers, but like the fact is the world is full of them. And part of recovery of anything is learning how to deal with your triggers and to, to minimize them or not necessarily minimize them, but your relationship with them, that you are strong enough to learn how to move through the emotions that come when you're triggered. So it's really, it's the answer is just, I think more self-work. You're not going to change the world like sadly you know but you can't you know we can't control what happens around us yeah the me- the world isn't meant to cater to you you can the goal is to like neutral like you're saying neutralize those triggers with your own work yeah i totally agree and there's always going to be something no matter what you might not even be going through something right now that you might be in the future. That's going to be a future trigger that you don't even know is, you know, like people are triggered 24 seven. The point is like you control, like, you know, not, not to quote something I learned in the Sopranos. Oh, God. <laughs> when Janice goes to anger management, <laughs> they teach that you are the, the one who is in the control of your anger. Like those people are going to get you angry, but you are the one who's in control of your reaction. And it's kind of like the same. It's like the point is to feel neutral about that eventually, not immediately. Obviously, it takes a lot of work to eventually, you know, not have that like emotional connection tied to that the action that is inspiring your reaction. Um, 
<laughs> it's true. I learned a lot from the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, it's so good. I think, look, I think it's sort of, there can be a lot of lessons from like anger management as an example. Like everyone has their triggers. Like some people, and if it's some people, it's it, something in a relationship that makes them feel not loved or something. Rejected, like yeah. everyone has their shit. Like that really deep in deep down is sort of like their thing that really is a challenge for them. And you could have multiple things and you could have things yeah. that stem off of things. Like, for example, I'll give you a personal example. My thing obviously is like, you know, oh God, where do I start? My thing, <laughs> my thing is obviously like eating and body image and, you know, constantly striving to be thinner, like not good enough, blah, blah, blah. But like there's things in my relationship that are then triggered, like between me and Rusty, like our conversation that has nothing to do with my body image, but it stems from that, which makes me be like, maybe I'm a little more insecure or more jealous or X, Y, Z, but that's not because I'm a jealous person. It's because I feel insecure about my things with my original, you know, big thing. So it's like, there's right. always going to be fucking something. The goal is to be like open to wanting to change yourself with from within and it's fucking hard, but you're not going to change it by telling them what, what, what they're doing wrong. Yeah. It does go unappreciated. I think how much, um, triggers do stack on each other mm -hmm. sort of from a central point of, I don't know, trying to feel something central to you. And then it sort of goes from there because the things that you try to do to cope with it usually lead to other problems. Yeah. And so true. So true. Yeah. Wow. The coping for the problem turns yeah. into another problem. Coping. Yeah. I think, I think, I think it's a little bit underrated how much coping mechanisms are often the issue. Mm. or or like a bridge to the, another the issue, issue from the problem to another issue so true yeah well anyway well, hope this helps hope you are on the road of be on the road to being a non-triggered betch and um you guys always know you can email us dst at betches.com we are always answering these questions on Thursdays. We're sharing our non-scale wins. If we don't get to them on our Sunday episode, we're always having amazing guests. Please email us who you want to have us on. We love to make you guys happy. And also people, obviously, that Sammy and I like to talk to. And please go follow on Spotify. Tell a friend. Go subscribe on iTunes. Rate, review, subscribe. Please tell a friend, just like keep talking about DST. Just be like, hey, have you heard about this podcast that I just started listening to? It makes me feel so good about myself. Listen to it. Sammy and Aileen are hilarious. <laughs> Share it on your story. That is, I think, a good way um, of word of mouth. Absolutely. As Go well. share it. And as always, we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Batches.